This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? Um, I'm full of life. Great, me too. Yeah? Well, well, well what accounts for your uh, enthusiasm, your, your, your bright outlook? Uh, I went to the woods this weekend and uh, my phone didn't work for, for the like three days I was there. Is that true? Yeah, I was able, like, we went out to uh, lunch at one point and, you know, got celebrated. In the woods? No, like... Was it kind of like a teddy bear picnic? We went to New Paltz, New York, uh, for lunch. Uh, I had a lovely sandwich there. Uh, So I had cell phone reception then. So I guess technically I had cell phone reception every day I was away (laughs) at, at, at some point, but still long... Uh, you know, periods of time without cell phone reception. Yeah, that's surprising to me that that was a positive experience for you because there's one thing I know about you. You do not do well if you can't bury your head in your phone. No, that's not true. That's you. You're like that. I'm I'm a people person. I'm out there shaking hands, kissing babies. You're the one who's All like, right. oh, let me, let me see how my... Uh, my Pokemon Go are doing. <laughs> I'm not going to say that I'm the most personable person, but <laughs> you uh, claiming that uh, you enjoy interaction with other human beings is, is laughable. It depends. Sometimes I do in in short bursts, um, but I didn't have to do any of that uh, in the woods. All I had to do was like build a bunch of different fires. So that was fun. Uh, was in like a tent with a uh, stove. So you like uh, mm, a wood burning stove. Yeah, it's my dream. It, it, Tim, it was so much fun. It it was my dream too. It's the first time I did it. Um, I I'm an idiot. I should have like looked up videos about stuff because I don't. I I got there and I was like, oh, I don't even know how this works. I guess I'll have to figure it out. So, you know, now uh, without cell reception, what are you going to do? Exactly. Well, I'll tell you what I did, at least, which was at first I filled the tent with smoke. (laughs) And then after that, luckily, I was at least smart enough to be like, you know what? I'm going to like work on this now before we have to go to bed and before it starts getting cold so I can, you know, work out the kinks. Um, That being said, I still woke up at like 3.30 in the morning absolutely freezing because uh the 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 fire had gone out so i had to restart the fire and uh the firewood was outside so i had to like put pants on and everything and go outside but uh but you know what it was an adventure tim i how cold was it 
Not that cold. I would say maybe like in the 40s Celsius at night. That's that's, uh, cold enough. Fahrenheit, I think you want to say, but yeah. What was that? Oh, Fahrenheit. Yeah, Fahrenheit. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, in the 40s Celsius, it would be uh, swelteringly hot. Yeah, you Uh, you wouldn't need to build a fire in your your yurt. Yeah, it was cold enough that like, you know, you wouldn't want to sleep in that temperature. Plus, like I wasn't the only one. My girlfriend was there. My dog was there. Ginger. Like Ginger was the one who I was like, all right, you know, she's not going to be able to be like, hey, buddy, too cold. Make it hotter in here. She's got all that fur. She's fine. She was fine. She wasn't the one who woke up at 3.30 in the morning. The two of us were. Hmm. Um, Also, for the first time in my life, Tim, I went skinny dipping. Wow. Yeah, in a pond. Tom, may I say? Very sexy. Thank you. That's what I was going for. Uh, in, a, in a pond in the woods. Wow. Yeah. Were you, uh, were you nervous at all? Um, no, we were reasonably sure nobody would be coming. Like, you know, there, there, you know, you had like a pretty good line of sight and there was like no, re- you know, we were on private land. Uh, mostly it was just, you know, late April in upstate New York, so it was not very warm to do this. Yeah. How do you know there wasn't a camera in the trees or something, some local perv? There could have been. I mean, if some local perv wants, I mean, I guess they probably want pictures of my girlfriend more than me, but maybe they want pictures of me. Maybe Maybe they're just, you know, looking for wherever they can get, but uh, I don't know. That's right. That's that's how I feel about pervs. If if a perv (laughs) is gonna like, if if uh, (laughs) I've been on record, uh, because you make a lot of jokes about like toilet cams, it's like if somebody wants to watch me poop and I don't have to be a party to it or even know about it, hey, go nuts. Hey, (laughs) live your life, man. Yeah. No, I know you. You used to post about that a lot on Craigslist. I mean that you were looking there's n- for, you know, somebody to put a toilet cam in your home. You didn't care. Did you ever find anybody that took you up on that? Should have known better than to, to bring up your old toilet cam jokes. <laughs> well, you know, for any perverts out there listening, uh, you can say, well, I, I don't think we have a P.O. box anymore. Uh, I don't know why I pronounced it that way. Um, but otherwise I was going to say, you know, send in your toilet cams and, you know, Tim will stick them under the rim of his toilet for you. I don't, I don't, I don't even understand how a toilet cam would work. Wouldn't you be able to see it? Where, where could you hide something like underneath in a toilet? the toilet kind of, I don't know. I think that you got to put seem... a toilet cam in a public toilet where people aren't going to be looking too close. Although that's where I'm, they should I'm be looking. Expecting, yeah, well, exactly. that's true. But I'm just saying, if something pops up in, you know, if if your home toilet, you're gonna notice a change. Yeah. But anyway, uh, how was the rest of your weekend, Tom? In the, the woods, the rest of my weekend was also uh, very lovely. It was beautiful weather, except for Sunday. But we were leaving on Sunday, so it was fine. Uh, but it was just. Very nice to get out in the woods, make fire. Uh, as you know, when you go camping, uh, the you can make the shittiest meal imaginable, and it tastes amazing. <laughs> just because mm-hmm. you're like, what did you make? Uh, just like hamburgers and hot dogs, and then uh, tacos. Nice and a healthy selection of s'mores. Huh. Tom, 
can we say s'mores at this age you just turned 40 mm-hmm. um, considerably younger um <laughs> at this age s'mores are more trouble than they're worth right a little bit. I like... The marshmallow is too melty. It gets in your beard. <laughs> well... Um, it squeezes out the side. Your hands get sticky. Yeah, that's very true. I mean, I'm more into just marshmallows and roasted marshmallows. I don't really need... I'll have one some more just to experience it, but after that... Do you say some more? Well, s'more. S'more. Yeah, no, I mean, there's an apostrophe yeah, there. Yeah, some more. Yeah. But it's, uh, I don't know, I, I think it's uh, not cool to pronounce it that way. <laughs> well, it's the way it's supposed to be pronounced, Tim. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's uh, my... Stick up your butt. Wow. Well, this is the way it's supposed to be. Hopefully not Some a more. s'more stick. Um, it's unhygienic. I would say that the, the marshmallow is the least appealing <gasps> part of a s'more. Oh, you're wrong. I like chocolate and I like graham cracker. Uh, the, a marshmallow, Tom, it's, it's uncouth at this point in our lives. No, I was, and I. What like, even is a marshmallow? We don't. We don't even know. I'd like Science. to go on record as saying that during this weekend, I fell in love with marshmallows. That I realized I love marshmallows so much, and I don't know why. I just don't always have them in my home because they're delicious and great. Well, you shouldn't. Yeah, th- this is the exact reason why you shouldn't have marshmallows. Because I like them? Yeah, you like them too much. Yeah, well, that's been my problem. You'll ruin your life with all these marshmallows, Tom. <laughs> that's been my problem uh, my entire birthday week, Tim, that I've had too many sweets in my home as a result. Um, when you watch Ghostbusters and the Stay Puff uh, Marshmallow Man comes, does your uh, tongue roll out of your mouth? Yeah, I start drooling uncontrollably. Yeah. I'm like, boy, I'd like to aye, eat aye, him. Aye. Yeah, salivating, just what? a puddle of of, of saliva. Yeah, uh, collects under under your tongue. And spoiler alert, but when he blows up and they're all covered in roasted marshmallow. Boy, that looks delicious. I don't know why the Ghostbusters aren't, uh, you know, licking their chops the whole end of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think there should be a 10 or 15 minute scene where they're just licking all parts of their own bodies. And I, I don't, don't want to get into Ghostbusters stuff. I just don't understand how in Ghostbusters 2 the entire city forgot about that. <sighs> Tom, it's uh, it was the go go eighties. Yeah, a lot, true. a lot was going on, and they were distracted. I got a question about Doogie Hauser. <laughs> Why did they kidding. let him become a doctor? I don't care how smart you are; you're still a kid. <laughs> yeah, but that ha- I think that happens in real life, right? No. Yeah, Look, it happens in real life. Boy, you have to be eighteen to be a doctor. Yeah, why not? I don't know why. B- bedside manner, uh, you know, like uh comfort of the patient i'd rather have a kid talking to me about you know uh what's wrong than some uh you know uh ivy league educated doctor that kid's probably gonna (laughs) put it in a lot more uh you know terms i can understand yeah i'm sick of these elite medical professionals (laughs) telling me we're Uh, like if i've got some eight-year-old doctor he's gonna be like you know you know what happened to two-face in Batman, that's what happened to you. If I was going to the doctor for having uh, acid thrown acid on my face, acid on your face, yeah. yeah. 
I don't think I don't I think a, a regular adult medical doctor would be able to explain that to you sufficiently as well. Or if I went to the doctor because I had a permanent huge smile plastered on my face and he was like, well, it's because you fell into a vat of chemicals like the Joker. Right. And you think a, a child would be better suited to tell you that than an adult. Yeah, because they'd be giving me like, all like, oh, I don't know, the, here's... That Batman movie came out in 1989, Tom. <laughs> here's the uh, chemical composition. You realize the... you're an adult too, right? You know <laughs> this stuff. You're not an eight-year-old. You don't need I know an eight-year-old stuff. to put things... Well, I'm just saying it'd be nicer because I'd be in a in a pretty distressed state of mind as it is. And if, you know, a, a, chi- if a child doctor could... Make me think about 1989's Batman. That child doctor would have no idea about it. That, you don't that, have to see it that, in the movie. Tom, they remastered it in 4K for kids. That doctor was born after The Dark Knight Rises was out. Wow. So you wouldn't you even be able saw... to put things in the perspective of Bane for me. If I, no. if I had uh, some kind of chronic pain that I needed a constant uh, yeah. influx of medication through a mask on my face to control that pain. He'd yeah. be explaining this, and I'd be like, yeah, like Bane. He'd be like, oh, I'm sorry. I don't know who Bane is, but this happened to one of the puppies on Paw Patrol once. Yeah, I've told you're... you time and time again, Tom, you have less in common with an eight-year-old than you claim. Yeah, I guess that is the sad truth, Tim. I'm going to have to start uh, catching up on... Uh, uh, pop, uh, pop culture for children. If if I'm going to choose to continue having a child doctor as my general practitioner. Well, I'm glad to hear that you had a nice weekend uh, away in the woods. Tim, it's buffet week here on uh, The Complete Guide to Everything. This was suggested to us on Patreon. Do you have the person's name that suggested this on Patreon handy, Tim? No. Of course you don't. You don't You don't really care about the little person, do you? As you, Who, you? As you refer to... I'm not little. I'm bigger than you. That's... Uh, it's been a while since we've been in the same room. Perhaps you <laughs> forgot. Well, I've only gained weight, so... Uh, I'm looking at uh, uh, Daniel Nuds, Nudes, Nuds. Uh, he he wrote job interviews or buffet style restaurant. This is on patreoncom guide. We we did a uh, we do random calls for topics sometimes, and uh, this got like I think the most likes. But you know I don't know which job interviews or buffets. But we're talking about buffets. Yeah, I don't want to talk about job interviews. Just yeah. thinking about job interviews stresses me out. Yeah, whereas thinking about buffets mellows you out, presumably. Yeah. Tom, real quick. Mm-hmm. Pro or con buffet? <sighs> Depends on the buffet, I would say. Yeah, but in general. In general? Do you have a positive or, or negative connotation? Is there in your mind, you know, right away, good, bad, um, buffet Quit, no nuance good it, or bad it, just shut up and let me speak it leans more towards bad i think huh and why that, is that and that wouldn't always be the case 
uh, when I was a younger man, it would certainly lead towards uh, positive. I think the problem is that I haven't had a good buffet in a while, and I've had a. You a, haven't had good food in your life, Tom. <laughs> uh, no, Tim. I've eaten at Gordon Ramsay's restaurant multiple times. <laughs> I'll have you know. Wow, he's a uh, the pinnacle. Of fine I, you know what? I also think like my appetite isn't what it used to be. Okay. And in what way? Like I can't eat as much as I used to. Right. Um, and like maybe I can, maybe my appetite hasn't changed at all, but I've just become more aware of overeating, like ruining my day. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm more cautious about doing it. You're in tune with biological uh, yeah, triggers. Yeah, I'm, I'm listening and, to my and... body a bit more. Nice. Um, but I don't know. I will say, I, you know, all right, so let me ask you this. What is the draw of a buffet? Is it the amount of food or the variety of food? Tom, this is exactly what I was about to say because I think that's how you reframe a buffet to make it um, more positive. Yes, I enjoy buffets because, look, you know me. I'm an app guy. I love an appetizer, and uh-huh. I love an appetizer sampler platter. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I, I, it pains me to have to commit to to one specific meal, right. one dish for a meal. Especially so at a, think, if you're at a place you haven't eaten at before, and you're not sure if it's going to be any good. Exactly. So I, I love the idea of variety, right? Because mm-hmm. also it, variety is the I'm, spice of life. Tom, I couldn't have said it better myself, and that is a compliment because that is a huge compliment because I can say stuff so well. Uh, look, here's my thing: uh-huh. I could never really gorge myself. I, I I couldn't really eat that much ever mm-hmm. in one sitting. Yeah. Um. So for me, it's not like ooh, I'm gonna ooh, I'm gonna put this place out of business up twelve ninety nine, and I'm gonna get my money's worth. <laughs> it's just like, nah, I'm gonna have like one chicken finger and a slice of weird pizza <laughs> yeah, and, and some a, noodles and at a and regular an restaurant you can't order one slice of pizza wait hold on i can't order one chicken you can order one slice of pizza i guess you can't order one chicken finger exactly hold on stop did your um yeah airpods just yeah you went just... completely dead uh time i was so worried i couldn't hear you yeah what happened here huh one of them started making the noises that it was gonna die so i switched but apparently (laughs) not fast enough all right i'm good now what were you saying you just said you can't you could Uh, order a slice of pizza yeah, at a restaurant you can't order one one chicken finger. They'll throw you out of there. They'll say, exactly. you know, we're we gonna throw the other chicken fingers out. The chicken fingers come in a hand, and that's the only way you can order them. And at a restaurant, they have appetizers, and that's great. Mm-hmm. But if you get an appetizer sampler platter, it's too much. They don't for have one a person. They don't. Yeah, they don't have a personal. Uh, th- uh, app platter, which, yeah. by the way, let's let's earmark that if we ever open a restaurant. <laughs> yeah, that's actually a great idea. App sampler for one, right? Yeah, because listen, 
Here's something to know about me. I'm not afraid to order an appetizer as an entree when I go to a restaurant. Hell no. That's the bravest thing that you can do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've had more than one waiter or waitress uh, stand in awe of the bravery that it took to order an appetizer. And when they're I like, great, and then you'll have that as an appetizer, I say, no, as an entree. And they're like, often taken aback. Yeah, sometimes they'll put their pad down and salute you and shed a tear. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one time uh, I polished off a uh, an order of mozzarella sticks as my main, mm-hmm. and somebody uh, came up to me and said, thank you for your service. <laughs> well, that doesn't make any sense, Tim. That's not, that's not actually even what we're talking about. Pushing the boundaries. But for a long time, so listen, as somebody who's been a big a buffalo wing fan since I was a kid, that used to be the only way you could get buffalo wings. They were only appetizers. So you'd have to say, Mm -hmm. you know, I want 10 buffalo wings, but not for the table, just for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I would say that um, modern day Mm -hmm. buffalo wings is is the perfect way to order food because they often charge by the wing, right? Yeah, yeah. So you you can can get... Eight wings. That'll be 80 cents, sir. Cool. Well, I mean, yeah, if it's 10 cent wing. Here's a dollar, and guess what? Only give me a dime back. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Big tipper. Um, You can also, like at Buffalo Wild Wings, you can get uh, like, you know, I want this many in this flavor and this many in this flavor. With that said, I've only been to Buffalo Wild Wings a couple of times, and every time I've been hugely disappointed at how bad buffalo wings are at a place that has buffalo wings in their name i disagree tom and i don't eat meat anymore but i did you get i'm a boneless uh oh yeah i got boneless and it just tasted like they were microwaved uh like yeah of course what do you expect (laughs) some chain restaurant (laughs) i don't know but it's like well i could just buy some microwavable chicken tenders at my home and eat yeah, them guess there. what? Your bros are there. You got brews. Uh, the big games on the TV. Yeah, I guess the last the last time I went to a Buffalo Wild Wings, actually, I think it was a year ago. I think it was for like my last birthday, and I was like, "Yeah, I want to go to no, no, oh, not it. not during the pandemic, yeah." <laughs> so maybe two or three years ago, and I was like, "Yeah, like I can go wherever I want. I want to go to Buffalo Wild Wings." And I went there with my <laughs> I went there at like four o'clock in the afternoon. With my mom, my brother, and my uh, infant, at the time, niece. (laughs) And, like, we walked into the restaurant, and there was just nobody there. Like, no employees or anything. Was it, like, a weekday? Yeah, it was, like, a weekday. Like I said, like, 4 o'clock. So it was an unusual time. But it was just, we stood for, like, 10 minutes at the hostess stand before, like, any employee emerged and was like, can I tell you something? Every single employee was so pissed that you were there. Oh, absolutely! Was just hanging out, smoking weed in the kitchen. Yeah, because uh, well, nobody ever comes at four o'clock on a Wednesday. And they could keep doing that. Hell, they could bring it out. I mean, don't bring it in front of my niece. She's an infant. She doesn't need She's that. She's an infant. Um, yeah, but uh, like, they could have oh, done it at the bar. Harsher, mellow. <laughs> Um, but anyway, the, the, it all sucked. It all tasted like fucking garbage. Sorry for my <laughs> language, but it's, it's how I felt. <laughs> I like Buffalo Wild Wings. Do they have like uh, cauliflower now? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure they do. 
Yeah, maybe uh, I'd like to take a trip to B double dubs, B triple dubs, something like that. Tim, we're not talking about Buffalo Wild Wings, though. We're talking about buffets, which is not I know, something just Buffalo me, Wild just Wings let... uh, offers on their menu. Why can't I just get a goddamn menu? Well, I'm thing? telling you, yeah, I think they have cauliflower. Is that all right? Are you going to yeah. go there tonight? Potentially. I don't think they'll be open by the Truffle time. It's a weekday. It's a weekday night. Yeah, it's all right. There's one right over on Flatbush <sighs> Ave. You think they close at like eight o'clock? Well, it's the dinner rush <sighs> order. <laughs> you could do this literally any <laughs> other fucking time. Stop it. I'm telling you, yeah, I think they have a cauliflower. You can check before you go. You're not going now. Put your fucking phone down. You're talking to me about, oh, I'm always on my phone. I'm not always on my phone. You're always on your phone. You're on your phone while we're doing a podcast that people are trying to listen to. And you're on your phone for not even uh, like a good reason to see if they have cauliflower at Buffalo Wild Wings, which is not what we're doing the episode about. They do have cauliflower wings. Yeah, I told you they do. You dumb shit. Tom, you're drunk. Anyway, Tim, um, what kind of buffets are we talking about? Are we talking about all-you-can-eat buffets here? Tom, we're talking about everything. All right. Because there are different types of buffets. There's, um, you know, some people would even consider a salad bar a type of buffet. That's interesting, Tom. <laughs> uh, there's also such a thing as a finger buffet. Well, what's that? It's just things you can eat with your fingers. Finger food. Are you meant to take it with fingers or do they have, you know, tongs? And I whatnot? think probably they have tongs, but it's all food that you can eat with your finger. If it's a classy place, <clears throat> they'll have tongs. I should also say that, I don't know, is this part of our, like, uh, getting return to normal month or something. We're talking about uh, like <laughs> things that don't really exist right now, but are going to start to exist once things get more normal. Because buffets, that's a, a big uh, no-no right now. Yes, that's correct, Tom. Uh, but I've been to, I haven't been to a buffet, but I've been to two places that have buffet style uh eating but they've had people serving you your food not uh you know not serve yourself tom can i can i talk are you gonna yell at me again (laughs) yeah you can look talking is fine on the show it's picking up your phone and seeing if buffalo wild wings says cauliflower when i told you they do but you admittedly don't know anything, right, about Buffalo Wild Wings. You hate that place. Yeah, but I'm. But I assume they have cauliflower nowadays. Well, I just want to say that that outburst was uncalled for. Um, <laughs> well, maybe you shouldn't have picked up your phone. I'm not apologizing if that's what you're fishing for. I mean, I think you should apologize. Well, I'm not going I, to. I, hey, how about how about this for an apology? Sorry, not sorry. Um, I think that uh, the ultimate... Look, people think buffets are gross. Mm. One, because they're cheap, right? Or some of them are cheap. Um, 
but also it's because like people are like, oh, it's so gross. Everybody's up there just grabbing their own food. And yeah. all that Tom, that's never look. I'm I'm skeeved out by a lot of things. I'm not skeeved out by the fact that like somebody else is gonna shovel rice with the same spoon that I'm gonna shovel really? rice onto my plate. Yeah, because I've heard that that's like so one of the, one of the most common places you'll find a buffet is a um, uh, a cruise ship. Mm-hmm. A lot of meals on a cruise ship are buffet style. You love a cruise, right? Uh, I've been because you're generally low class. <laughs> Look, Tim, cruises are high class because you're on a boat. Um, I've well, the cruises you go on. I've been on cruises. Cruises I've, for freaks. I've been on cruises. I've liked, loved, Just even sickos. I have yeah, been swinger on, cruises. What was that? Swinger cruises? You, you no. just sicko? But I told you about the time I was waiting in line for the the wave machine where you could surf, and uh, uh, somebody's bathing suit came off. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, you've told me about this in graphic detail many, I can many draw times you a picture over the like 11 years it since it like. happened. But anyway, um, but I've heard that that's a big reason why cruise ships are like such, uh, uh, you know, petri dishes for uh, viruses to spread because so many people are touching those utensils to scoop out the food and then. You know, you're scooping out your food and you're not going to bring the plate to your table and then be like, all right, now off to the bathroom to wash my hands. Mm-hmm. You're you're just going to start eating. And that's how one of, one of the reasons why shit spreads so quickly. The other is just that, you know, it's cramped quarters. Yeah. I saw the, the swinging that's going on. I don't think there's swapping cruises. spit. Well, there's probably like smaller ones, but. There aren't yeah, like I, I don't Royal know how big Caribbean the you ones. Though all know, the ones I've been on have been huge. Way too many people to swing with. Um, yeah, I mean, I understand why that's gross. It's just never been something that has turned me off to them. But also, I don't know. I, I no, and I don't. Food is usually like slimy at the cheaper ones, and you, you never want to eat it anyway. Yeah, well, I was gonna say like I that's never turned me off to. Uh, buffets either because it's just never been something I've thought about. Like I've always just, I haven't been grossed out by other people. I've been grossed out occasionally by the food because there are two problems. First is the food is usually lower quality because you know, they're they're it's quantity over quality. But the second thing is that um, sometimes the food's been sitting out for a while. That's the other problem. Mm-hmm. So, like, I've been to I've been to a sushi buffet, which you would think that's a nightmare situation. You don't you don't want to go somewhere where they've got you know uh, raw fish, but the this place they were swapping out sushi like you wouldn't believe, and it was all like small ish. It wasn't like they brought out a tray with like a hundred rolls on it. Or a hundred pieces. It was like, no, we're going to bring out like 20 pieces and those are immediately going to get grabbed. And now we're going to go back and, you know, make some more. Although the thing with that was, you know, those 20 pieces that were being grabbed were all like good sushi. (laughs) 
It was like, oh, if you want a California roll, though, if you don't want to wait, there's tons of that, which I assume is what they're kind of counting on. It's gross. I bet you got sick from it and didn't uh, attribute it to that. You just thought it was something different. Uh, maybe. I don't think probably any of the fish I ate was what was advertised. Like, it was probably all just, you know, I don't know, goldfish or something that they just, you know, mashed up in a food a processor. A goldfish, yeah. <laughs> oh, whatever fish is cheap, goldfish, I assume that's what's cheap. I mean, that's the cheapest fish I can buy. I don't know, because, I mean, how much is a goldfish? Um, You can win them for free at the carnival. Yeah, but it, ta- it takes a significant investment to do that. Not if you're real good at whatever the game is. So, and goldfish grow <sighs> to whatever uh, size you know vessel you put them in. So maybe That's like not true. <laughs> yeah, it is true. If you put a goldfish in a huge tank, it'll it'll grow. Yeah, to be that's a giant what goldfish. like that's what like a koi pond is. Those are goldfish. Mm, I guess that tracks. Yeah, so you could you could just like net off a bay or something, throw a goldfish in there. I don't know. Come back in six months, and you got the you know a whale that you can then cut up and be like, uh, this is salmon, and uh, sell it to unsuspecting rubes like me. Who are going to a strip mall, all-you-can-eat sushi I'm, place. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, I can't get off that. You're going to have to apologize. That, that, that was Your outburst is really, I don't know. It's, it was uncalled for, and it really hurt my feelings. And I don't think we can go on well, maybe we you should past it. Maybe you should toughen up. Maybe that's what. Maybe this was a, a case of tough love. For you to put your phone down and and delete that Buffalo Wild Wings site off your bookmarks for once once and for all. This headgum podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Ah. <sighs> 
The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Welcome back to The Complete Guide to Everything, the show where um, we all sit and patiently listen while Tom says whatever he wants to say. And God forbid you don't pay attention to every word for, uh, hang on, every word for well, minutes on you know end what? as he's you have to listen ranting to and raving Tom's about sushi bars. Because otherwise you're just going to be, you know, looking at Tim staring at his phone on the Buffalo Wild Wings website. You didn't even download the app, which is disrespectful, if nothing else didn't download the app because I'm going to go dine in, Tom. Because I'm trying to support the servers. Well, do they offer dine in at, at... Oh, God, why did I ask this? Now you're going to pull up the website again to find out. Um, yeah, they do, Tom. All right. Well, we're talking about... Do you want to go when we're done with this? They have cauliflower wings. Yeah. You know what? I've I've said it before on this show. Buffalo cauliflower is very good. I'm a big fan of it. Uh, I'm also very sad. A place near me, Soda Bar, that offered not just soda, wink, wink, um, had the best cauliflower, Buffalo cauliflower uh, clothes. Wink, wink. Yeah. Like sexual stuff? No. Beer and liquor. Oh. Oh. God, That's Tim. not... That's, I don't know. Well, what but it's called wink? soda bar. Usually when you bar. wink at me, it's, it's for some perverted reason. It's called soda bar. So you're like, oh, soda. Well, I could get that mm. anywhere. But then, you know, everybody else knew. Well, there's one, There's a Buffalo Wild Wings right on Flatbush, Tom. We can go there as soon as we're done, 20 I, minutes from now. I, I also make very good Buffalo cauliflower. Wow, Tom. Congratulations. I'm surprised to think, I'm surprised to hear that you think that you're good at something. <laughs> Tim, you know, this is what we were talking about, the self-esteem issues earlier. I think it's fine that I think I'm good at something, for fuck's sake. I mean, I'm surprised you think you're good at something. What, I'm supposed to walk around thinking I'm bad at everything because that's what you think? I mean, you're not very good at most things. No, and I don't claim to be good at most things, but that's one thing that I'm good at is making buffalo cauliflower. And it's not because of any magical endowment. It's because I've made it a bunch of times, so I've I've perfected it. I I bet it. I bet your buffalo, your cauliflower sucks. Oh, you're just... I bet nobody likes it. You're just saying that, so I make you some. And then you're going to have some and be I like, it's something you made if you friggin' paid me. <laughs> Tim, I looked up on WikiHow, which is not Wikipedia, WikiHow for their tips on uh, eating at a all-you-can-eat buffet. And okay. I'd like to go through some <laughs> Why of would? All right. If you're visiting a website about how to go to a restaurant... Well, um, but it's a particular type of restaurant, Tim, because a lot of people, and I was reading this, so actually, let me back up a bit. Um, when I think of all-you-can-eat buffets, I think of Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, where they have a variety of gigantic 
all-you-can-eat buffets. Have you ever been to Lancaster County, Pennsylvania? I have not. Um, did you go there at like a formative age? Yeah, when I was a kid, we would go there a bunch because I guess because it was like close-ish. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know we could drive there in a day, and I no, I we would stay in a hotel, but like maybe for like a night, and we go to like you know some like Amish bullshit that I hated. And I can talk. I can say that about the Amish. They can't listen to this podcast. If somebody Amish listens to this podcast and complains, we can be like, aha, and get them shunned from their community. I mean, they might be on Rum Springer, Tom. Well, if they're on Rum Springer, anything goes. And the, the people probably aren't going to, they're going to have to explain when they get back what a podcast is to somebody <laughs> like one of the elders in the community. And that's not going to go well. Do you think they're unaware in the Amish community that technology exists? Like they could be like, "Oh, it's like the radio." And they're going to be like, "What? What is this radio you speak of?" Yeah, probably, or else they get thrown out. All right, go on. <laughs> so you well, go I, to think, Amish I think they'd probably be like, you, "How many people it? listen to this radio?" And they'd be like, "Well, I don't know." And they'd be like, "Oh, it's probably fine." Who are they going to raise a complaint with? Headgum? I mean, if if somebody it, Amish writes into Headgum trying to get us thrown off the network, I'd I mean, wear it as a badge hurt, of pride. What if you just hurt their feelings by calling their their way of life bullshit? Uh, did I call their way of life bullshit? Yeah, you did. No, that's, I that's, think I said something Tom, else. Can, can we have a can we have a frank discussion about how <laughs> your drinking affects this podcast? <laughs> sure. Um. Sometimes when you can't recall something that you said 30 to 45 <laughs> seconds ago, it makes it difficult to keep a conversation going. Yeah, but it, you know, not what? to mention your violent mood swings. <laughs> it keeps the conversation rolling, though, Tim. We don't get stuck in the past. We keep going forward. So anyway, uh, when I was a kid, uh, my parents would take me and my brother to Lancaster County to, I don't know, gawk at the Amish. And, uh, there were like train museums and stuff. We go to them and like the train museums were kind of cool. Sometimes, sometimes they sucked. Um, basically they, you know, when I was like six years old, five or six, they took me to Disney world. And after that, everything they were, yeah. You know, after that, they were like, oh, let's go like Bush Gardens. And I was like, this is kind of cool, but it's not Disney World. So let alone when they were like, let's go to somewhere where we can go to train and Amish museums. It was like, oh, the boringest things you could imagine? Sure. But anyway, one of the things that they did have, which is great, was a lot of all-you-can-eat buffets. And we would go to this place called Miller's, uh, which is still there. And there's another place called, uh, I have it in my notes. And Are these run by the Amish as well? They're run by Mennonites, you... I believe. Okay. Um, uh, you know what? I'm going to find the name of the other place right now, and it is called Shady Maple. Um, Shady Maple is... Thank the... God you uh, stopped everything dead in its tracks <laughs> to look up the name of a buffet. So this place, Shady Maple, guess how many people they can seat? I'm going to guess 700. 1,200. Wow. Plus, they have a banquet hall that can seat another 850. 
Wow. So that's for like events. That's like, a big. That's a big place. It's huge. It's like a complex. Um, and uh, the place that I don't like that. That makes me nervous. That's too much of an operation. That's like well, the size of an airport. <laughs> it it kind of was. And uh, Miller's, I it's think, it's probably is, bigger than the airport on wings. <laughs> oh, it's absolutely bigger than the airport on wings. Uh, Miller's, I think, is like seven or eight hundred people. So it's it's also very big. Here's some stats on on Shady Maple, though. On Saturday mornings, on average, they go through three thousand eggs, eight hundred pounds of bacon, and then on steak night, they go through three hundred pounds of steak. In this place, <laughs> on steak night. <laughs> well, they aren't. See, that's what. Is it's inter- a shame that it's going to be illegal for them to have steak. I know. Anymore. Yeah. Once Joe Biden gets wind of this, he's mm. going to shut it down. Um, they have di- uh, varying. Every night is a different price to go there because every night they have different things on offer. So if you're going there on a steak night or a seafood night, it's going to be a little pricier because they're they're offering stuff that's a little pricier. However, the prices breakfast is 9.99, dinner ranges from 19.59 to 24.99 and they do not is allow this an advertisement. No, and they do not allow tipping. Hmm. So that's, you know, uh, aside from tax, that, you know, that's uh, how much you're paying, no matter what you eat. So you can imagine people, you know, go buck wild there. I remember when I was at this place, Miller's, as a kid, you could see um, vomit stains on the way of the bathroom where where people Seems were like a real classy <laughs> joint. Where people were obviously, I guess you get twelve hundred people. It's gorging themselves. So it's yeah, it's gonna be a constant it could stream be, of it vomit. Be, it could be the classiest place on earth. You're still gonna get a few, you know, uh, uh, outsiders or whatever, a, a, a few ruffians that are gonna overdo it. And well, you're gonna get a lot of people that are gonna overdo it, but you're gonna get a certain amount of people that are gonna overdo it to the point where they can't even make it to the bathroom before they puke. You know what? I really don't like that attitude that people have. It's almost confrontational. What? That that puking at a buffet means you've had enough and you shouldn't be able to eat anymore? That's the attitude you hate? No, the attitude of, like... Oh, they're gonna regret making this all you can eat. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take them for all they're worth. It's like I'm gonna make it my mission to eat as much. Why? Why are you doing that? Just yeah. eat the food that you want to eat and then fucking go home. Well, yeah, and uh, honestly, like twenty bucks. I mean, you know, we're we're you know uh, skewed here because we're in you know one of the most expensive cities. But like twenty bucks uh in and out for a dinner for like a you know a decent dinner where you're like you know not a fast food place where you're seated and everything uh that's not bad at all uh especially one where you can eat all the food you want i i would not feel the need to uh yeah screw them (laughs) and like well i'm gonna eat 30 dollars worth of food 
Yeah, I just don't like when people think of it as a challenge instead of just a, a business model or or a um, you know, a way of 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 serving people, right? Yeah, and and sorry, I'm sure you said this while you were monologuing about this place for 15 straight minutes. This was a place where you got up and served yourself. Yes. Um, how was the clientele there? Were was there a lot of jockeying? Was it um. That's that's another thing that I don't love. Right. Is that like sometimes people's behavior and like competitive spirit um against their f- fellow patrons? Yeah. Um I didn't experience any of that at these uh Pennsylvanian uh I think just by virtue of them being gigantic and you know never being there on like a holiday or whatever when maybe they were full up. Although I've definitely experienced that on cruises where, you know, everybody's eating at the same time. And, yeah, there is kind of like jockeying and and claiming space and and hovering and that kind of thing. Do you think you'll ever go on a cruise again? Uh, Who knows? We'll see what the future holds. Maybe not. I don't know. It, they were real cool in the beginning, and then it like it got old real. When quick. you saw that lady loser bathing suit, I know Tom. <laughs> no, that wasn't until later. I mean, if anything, that kind of brought it back for me. Um, but yeah, I remember as a kid loving this place because they had. I mean, this place like had. Everything. And when you're a kid and you're like, you know, every kid's a picky eater to some degree. The idea that you go somewhere and it's like you can get whatever you want. You don't have to worry about you know, them not having something you like on the menu or you you want the hot dog, but it comes with peas and you don't like peas. You can just get whatever you want. It's, it's not a thing that's ever happened in a restaurant, <laughs> hot, but I understand dog, the spirit of what you're saying. Peas. But um, I remember they had uh, a uh, make not make your own. It was basically like order your own pancakes. And there was just mm-hmm. a chef there and you could be like, hey, I want a pancake. And this is what I want cooked into the pancake. I want chocolate chips and strawberries. And they would, you know, freshly make you a pancake with chocolate chips and strawberries. And it was uh, always delicious. And that was so that actually goes against, you know, uh, the problem with a lot of buffets because the, these were freshly made. Yeah. You know what the, the the fascinating thing about buffets to me? Like there was a popular, when we were in high school, popular with the high school uh, folk mm-hmm. that uh, I think it was just called China Buffet. And it was like a Chinese food buffet near Yeah, us. there's a lot of Chinese American uh, buffets. That's That's a very popular thing, too. Yeah, but we went there and like they'll and this seems to be any cuisine where you go for a buffet, they'll always have staples. Like there'll always be mac and cheese there. There'll always be chicken <laughs> yeah. fingers with barbecue sauce. Um, I like that. I like that because uh, if you're just gonna have a buffet, you know, I, I like as much variety as possible. Well, hey, let me take a trip around the world. Yeah, um, in one spin around uh, the buffet table. Yeah, and especially nobody's going to a buffet because they're like, you know what? I want some authentic Chinese food. <laughs> it's like, no, I want I want to try a bunch of different 
you know, uh, Chinese American dishes. And I'm I want not three ounces of lo mein, right? Um, an egg roll and then well, uh, some mozzarella sticks, maybe. Like the the Chinese takeout place that uh, that we always order from, you know. The, I feel like most Chinese places in America, like towards the bottom of the menu, it's like uh, we also like we'll make hamburgers and chicken nuggets and French fries. Like we make a Philly cheesesteak, like. Look, we got a grill and we got these ingredients. Whatever you want, we'll throw it together. Uh, it's really no big deal. We're not making you authentic Chinese cuisine to begin with. So honestly, if you'd rather have a hamburger, we'd probably be happier to make you that than making this like bastardized version of our food. Um, yeah, I... So can I go over some of these uh, WikiHow tips? Because I feel like that kind of goes into why they might have some of those uh, cuisines. Sure. Their first... I mean, it's been uh, five seconds since you, you talked for 20 minutes straight. So uh, might as well start the clock again. Wear loose, comfortable clothes. God forbid I look at my phone while you're just... You know, talking well, endlessly, let's hear not letting me get a word buffets. in edgewise. No, it's fine. Let's uh, read read WikiHow from the Wear internet. loose, comfortable clothes. I mean, <laughs> how much are you going to eat? Well, you know, you're going to eat enough that you went on WikiHow <laughs> to see <laughs> what their tips were you for eating at a buffet. Okay, yeah. Um, eat expensive food first. Hmm. So I think a long. I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't. Again, I think this is how to maximize your value and you know cheat the the buffet out of as much money as possible. I don't. No, I don't think it has anything to do with that at all. Their next tip is to use a salad or soup bowl for ice cream. <laughs> They do because because the ice cream bowls are smaller. No, because they're bigger, Tim. Or the, yeah, yeah, the ice cream, ice cream bowl. Yeah, than, but yeah. these bowls are bigger. Think about like yeah. one of those clear plastic salad bowls. How much ice cream you can put on that? Yeah, uh, but they do caution that some buffets are wise to this and will, uh, you know, they ban that. The thing is, if you have multiple trips up there, mm -hmm. sorry, guess what? You got to eat your ice cream two scoops at a time, and and then you have to take a two and a half minute break to walk 15 feet and then walk back. Yeah, I, th I think that's probably one of my best tips for buffets is the whole idea is they're not running out of shit. <laughs> It's fine if you have to get up and go again. If anything, I've noticed the past uh, few times I've had buffets, like I haven't overloaded my plate and I get up multiple times to go get more stuff. And then I feel like I'm getting my money's worth. If I'm getting up three times, if I'm getting up for thirds, it doesn't matter how much I've actually eaten. It's like, well, no restaurant can I ask for a third serving of my entree so i mean you can but it'll cost you you exactly. learn that the hard way you're just like wait you you added what? on i thought it was $15 unlimited for every hamburger 
Uh, they say the same for uh, cake and pies. Don't use the dessert plates. Use the the you know entree plates. Drink water. So you can fit a whole pie onto that plate. <laughs> exactly. Drink water. And they legally can't stop you. You should you should you should call the police if they try to stop <laughs> right. you. You should say legally you can't stop me. I'm a sovereign citizen. Yeah. Do it. Dial nine one one. Do it. It's your right. Um. I guarantee you, especially in Lancaster County, if you like talk to a cop there and ask them like, hey, how many times has 911 been called? (laughs) I bet they're like, oh, we're out to the buffets three times a night for various, you know, somebody violently ill, somebody else fighting about rules. Somebody else saying they serve like, alcohol at these places at these buffets. So Lancaster County, they for the most part don't because, uh, you know, it's a very religious county, so the the liquor laws are very strict. Mm-hmm. Um, I was reading like one that pla- couldn't help the vomit situation either. Yeah, and it couldn't help like the eating situation when you're drunk, you're going to eat more, um, mm-hmm. and also. The places that do have liquor, that is not all you can drink, uh, obviously. Mm -hmm. So I think it probably just complicates things in general because then it's like, well, now we're going to have to like keep track of what you're drinking and drop a check at the end of the night. Whereas we just, you know, one, one of the advantages of a buffet is that you've got a lower staff overhead because you, you don't have weight service. You, mm-hmm. You're like, we're going to we're not going to have hostesses usually either. It's somebody at the at the front of the restaurant is charging you 20 bucks and it's like an amusement park. Well, I guess amusement parks, you can buy other stuff, but you've gained entry. Go wild, you know, find your own seat. That's cool. Like, well, bus boys, you know, to to pick up the, the dirty plates. Uh, mm-hmm. But other than that. You know, it's it's the Wild West. You're on your own. Drink water before the day before to stretch your stomach out. But don't drink water before like right before you go, because that will fill you up. Is this like for people who. For some reason are down on their luck and need to get like as many calories for no, the I, week I, in one sitting. No, because I don't think anybody would recommend like, hey, if you don't have a lot of money, don't eat for a few days and then go to a buffet. That's not the way. Well, to no, do it. like if if you only have, you know, twenty dollars to your name and you gotta survive for a week. This is like here's how you can get a week's worth of calories. So, no, I don't. So I don't think that's how. I think down. all these are. If you think twenty dollars is a lot to spend for a meal, how, here's how you can, uh, you know, try and screw the restaurant by right. eating more okay. than they accounted for you eating. Uh, yeah. Along those lines, I think this is a good idea. Eat a light snack an hour before, so you're not too hungry when you get in there. Because have you ever had this happen where, like, you feel like you're starving and you, you're like, oh, I could eat a horse. And then you start to eat and you get full very quickly? Hmm. Maybe. I don't know. I don't. 
I'm not like you. I'm not always trying to eat as much as I can as soon as I sit down. Well, that's that's one of their. I'm not tips. like ah damn. I'm not hungry anymore, and I still have food. It's like oh cool. I'll save this food for later. Well, you can't save it for later, Tim. That's that's heavily frowned upon at an all-you-can-eat buffet. I know. I'm talking about outside of a buffet setting. Well, we're not talking about outside buffet settings because this week the episode's about buffets. Only you're allowed to talk about whatever you feel like. Uh, eat. Sorry, slow. I interrupted. I interrupted your um, your constant stream of of nonsense. I've got two to end with. Okay. Avoid carbonated drinks because they'll fill you up. Mm. And walk with gas. Walk around before you eat. <laughs> Not not like this is the saddest list. Not I've not ever walk heard. around like the restaurant, like you know, do a lap around the block. Take in everything they've got. Do a lap where you're just like, I'm just looking. I don't have I don't have a plate in my hands yet. I, <laughs> There's a lot of strategizing for eating a goddamn meal well, of like low quality food. But if you want to eat a goddamn meal, just go to any restaurant. But we're talking about a buffet, and you want to maximize. No, what if you're there for the variety, not for maximization? This is what we were talking well, about earlier. Even then it's even more important to to take a lap and see what they've got. Because what if you get to a buffet and you're like, Oh, mac and cheese, I love mac and cheese. You pile up mac and cheese and you go back to the table and eat it, and then you get up again and you're like, Oh, I had no idea that they also had mashed potatoes, and I love mashed potatoes. I mean, what kind of idiot is just going to fill up his plate without taking a look at what what the options are? I don't know. That'd the, be like, the kind of oh, idiot. be sure to look at all, when you're in a restaurant, look at the whole menu before you order your food. Like, yeah, no shit. That way you know what's at the restaurant. Some people are dumb, Tim. Some people have to look on WikiHow to learn how to eat <laughs> at a restaurant. Yeah. I, yeah, I would agree that I would think. But again, I think some people get weird at a buffet and they get just tunnel vision. And like you were talking about, like boxing people out and stuff where and I have had that experience and it's insane when it happens because it's like, you know, when this tray of food is gone in 30 seconds, somebody's going to bring out a fresh full tray of the same food. You don't need to like physically Push me out of the way so I don't take, uh, you know, the the last, I don't know, uh, salmon filet or whatever. I wouldn't eat salmon at a a buffet. It's fine. They bleach it or something beforehand. They bleach all the food. But I'm just saying sometimes you'll see some, especially I've been at buffets where I see something that I'm not expecting at a buffet. For example, hot dogs. Where they have like hot dogs in a bun on a tray, and you're like, "Oh man!" Like a steam tray. Yeah, like all the hot dogs I can eat, but relax, take a deep breath, and continue the walk and see what else they've got. Yeah, I mean, what kind of monsters don't understand this? A lot. And how big is this buffet? I mean, I guess some of the well, one place in Lancaster was pretty big. Let me give you an idea of how big this buffet is, Tim. Their their dinner features 32 different salad bar items, five different 
homemade breads and rolls, four soups, three, three cheeses, nine meats, nine meats. Did you know there were that many meats you could eat? I've worked in a butcher shop, Tom. How many meats did you have at the butcher shop? Six. (laughs) But we knew about, we weren't a very good butcher shop. (laughs) So I knew that there, there must've been more out there. 14 vegetables. Nine cold desserts, three hot desserts, five pies, six cakes, a Sunday bar, and beverages. Wow. So it's a lot. It's a lot to take in. Yeah. Look, I don't know, what do you want me to say? I'm afraid to say anything. I get yelled at whenever I do anything on no, this show. No, you get show. yelled get, at when you're not engaging with talking, the podcast you interrupt and you're just me. looking at your phone, uh, dicking around on Buffalo Wild Wings uh, when that's so not I'm even a place that has buffets. It is a place. This place also serves 1.2 million customers a year. 90- Buffalo Wild Wings? No, they serve more than that. <laughs> 99,450 birthday meals because you eat free on your birthday at this place, Mm. which that, I mean, almost one out of 10 customers is, (laughs) it's their birthday, but I'm sure they, you can't go there by yourself on your birthday. I mean, you shouldn't because that's real sad. But uh, their rule is you have to have at least one paying customer there. <laughs> uh, but, you know. That's a sad rule, though, because, like, I don't know. If you're going to this buffet alone on your birthday, like, just let this, this sad Look, person They're not running a charity meal. here, Tim. They're already, you know, offering a phenomenal deal. Yeah. But obviously, at some point, somebody did the math and they were like, yeah, we should we can afford to give one out of 10 meals away because, you know, if it was if it was my birthday in this place were closer, I would demand that we go there every birthday I have. And then, you know, all you rubes would have to pay for it. No, your mom and your brother and your infant (laughs) niece. Well, in that particular instance, yes. Um, also on the, on this, uh, uh, site for, uh, shady maple, you know, like they had their website had like, you know, the regular website FAQ, but like a bunch of different sections and they had military discount. And then under that, they had a link called military rumors. I was like, what the hell military rumors? What does that mean? And I click on it. And it is about how this particular place, there is a persistent rumor that they do not serve military, that they do not serve soldiers of any type. And it's one of these things like it's on Snopes because it's, you know, been a subject of so many like social media and email forward bullshit of, you know, people having their stories like, you know, my brother came back from Iraq and this was all he wanted. And we went there and they told him, no, you can't eat here. We refuse to serve soldiers. And meanwhile, this is in like rural Pennsylvania where it's insane to think that a place would uh, uh, any place would have that anywhere in America would have that kind of, uh, you know, even if even if you were in, you know, a liberal capital, New York City. 
Nobody has rules like that, but let alone a place in rural Pennsylvania that serves literally a million plus customers. Um, okay. Tommy but, but, defended the honor of this buffet place. They support the troops. Great. Can we get the Not get only the that, plug? Tim, they offer discounts on Wednesdays. They're slow day. That's a slap in the face. <laughs> slap in well, the face to all the hard working veterans. Apparently out there. the rumor came about because uh uh the owners are Mennonites and Mennonites are, you know, anti-violence. But it's like, well, so is all of Christianity, technically. <laughs> but, you know, it's just dumb. It's dumb that anybody would believe. Don't believe anything you read on the Internet. Don't believe anything you hear on the Internet either. So for all, don't listen to me. Maybe they don't allow soldiers to eat there. Are you saying that maybe Buffalo Wild Wings doesn't have cauliflower wings? Maybe they don't. It, it, you know, Tim, um, until you go there and produce a paper menu for me, I'm going to be dubious. All right. We'll go there right after this. I've told you about my suspicions about what happens in the basement of Buffalo Wild Wings. All right. That I think deserves further investigation. That's all I'm yeah. saying, Tim. I'm just asking questions. I don't want to do this podcast with you anymore. If you like the show, you can check out more at tcgt.com. You can uh, support the show by checking out our sponsors. Also, patreon.com slash complete guide for books, the podcast, the only podcast about books this week. Uh, we finished up A Wrinkle in Time and we've watched A Wrinkle in Time, the movie, the motion picture, and we'll be discussing that. Uh, patreon.com slash complete guide follow us on facebook facebook.com slash complete guide follow us on instagram instagram.com slash tcgte follow us on twitter at complete guide you can follow me on twitter and instagram at tom reynolds follow me at your pal tim i like that you gave the web url for our instagram page <laughs> yeah. you know as i was giving it out i was like who's accessing this via a website we gotta just make like a page with all these social links i'm sick of saying them yeah um well, i found just, uh, if everybody retweets us then you'll have you won't have to It'll go viral, and it will take yeah. care of itself. Hey, guys, just make us go viral already. <laughs> um, no, actually, don't. Well, if we ever go viral, it'll be it's for It's going to be for a bad reason. Yeah. Um, I found out 19 out of 30 Major League Baseball ballparks now have buffets. That's bonkers. That shouldn't be the case. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's buffets that cost like $100 to enter and it's like, "Oh, you can eat hot dogs, you idiot." Oh. I've had, no, I've had I've had a buffet at a, at a Yankees game and a Mets game. They're nice. I'm I'm not and talking about uh like in a box in a box in a oh. skybox. Oh. Well, then forget it cuz that's what I was talking We've about. We've been at a maybe a Mets game where I saw like a bar had a section that had a buffet, but you had to like pay to get into that buffet. Mm -hmm. But it's all ballpark food. But you know, I don't know. Ballpark food's fun at a ballpark. Sometimes I do question how ballpark foods obviously overpriced. So the buffets overpriced. I think that's probably why there are so many very quickly 
because there's probably so many people that are like, hot dogs are $12. Well, I'll show them. <laughs> I'll pay $100 to go into this buffet and I'll eat 20 hot dogs. And it's like, guess what? Those hot dogs still cost them a nickel each. Yeah. And guess what? You're not Joey Chestnut. You're not going to eat 100 uh, hot dogs. It's harder than you think. Do you so think... many people think they, they're Joey Chestnut these days, and they're not. You know, I didn't even get into, uh, I wonder how many competitive eaters are banned from buffets, because that's a great place to come practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tom, there's a lot I didn't get to. Um, if we ever do a buffets, too, maybe I'll talk the entire time and yell at you when you're- Well, it didn't seem like drifts. you had- give me, give me an example. Give me your best stuff that you had. I had a whole list of uh, buffet innovations that I would make. But guess what? No time. We ran out of time. Yeah, well, maybe- Classic Timovations. Maybe next week, buffets part two, and I'll be on mute the whole time. Sorry, it just so, seems like sometimes so I have to carry the show. So you won't interrupt me every show. time I start speaking? Maybe. We'll see. If your Maybe ideas are good enough. next week. Wow. You heard it here first. A man so angry that he couldn't get his buffet ideas out there that he threatens to cancel a podcast for good. These must be some... Fucking ideas. These must be ideas that are going to change the world. Sorry it wasn't me rambling uh, on and on reading the website of a fucking buffet that I went to when I was six years old. Well, Ooh, I'm did sorry you know it that, wasn't uh, me uh, looking at the website do. of a place that doesn't veterans. even offer buffets to see if they offer something that caters to my specific needs. I'm sorry that nobody responded to you're your sorry. Craigslist you're sorry ads for looking for somebody to put oh, a toilet cam in your Fuck apartment. You. Get out. I, hate, I hate this show and I hate you. We'll see you next week. <laughs>